Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Hey guys. What's going on? Welcome to the show and take two of this intro. 
Yeah, take two because <laughs> Sarah's on her I'm, third week of the menstrual cycle. Yes, which you guys will find out soon what that means. Means you have trouble speaking. Yes, I know. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, that is what we're talking about with Gabrielle Lichterman. And she is the founder of Hormonology, creator of the Hormone Horoscope app for women and the Female Forecaster app for men and the author of 28 Days, What Your Cycle Reveals reveals about your moods, health, and potential. And ladies, if you feel that you know everything about your cycle, just get ready to be enlightened because I've learned so much. I know Chase, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think you've learned a lot. I knew pretty much nothing (laughs) about your cycle and now I have like a college education. I know, I know. So ladies, guys out there, check out the apps that Gabrielle has created to really make it easy for you to know where you are in your cycle and how to treat each other so that you can feel more connected in your relationship. Yeah, because as I learned, as we learned, your hormones, a female's hormones change a lot during the cycle. And so they're changing as a person and their moods. And so if I can better relate to Sarah based on where she is in the cycle, then our relationship is going to be better. And guys, our hormones change actually on a 24-hour cycle. And Gabrielle talks a little bit about that. So really valuable episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for telling your friends and family, for subscribing. We love you guys. And uh, we're just rolling on into winter here. It's like summer flew by. And uh, winter, winter, it's fall, fall, <laughs> fall. Uh, we live in the tropics, so it's like it's never winter, like summer anywhere. And winter. I know. <laughs> there's no, you know, but if you're in fall, enjoy it because it is my favorite season. The when we have it, sweaters and boots and pumpkin, yeah, flavoring, <laughs> but none of that ever happens because it's like 90 degrees. I know we're in the jungle, we can but, fake it, we can pretend. Okay, you wear the sweater, <laughs> okay, blast the AC. All right, guys, enjoy. Today's show is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days. We've collaborated with 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. To unlock a special offer only for I Do Podcast listeners, visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. That's sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. Hi, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you, Sarah. It's so lovely to be here. Today, we're going to talk about something that I know is going to help me as a man. And me. (laughs) But I think it's super valuable for women, too, and at least to communicate it to their partners. And that is how knowing where a woman is on their menstrual cycle can help make the relationship better. So I'm sure depending on where a woman is on the cycle, that's going to be affecting how they feel, potentially moods, hormones, and I want to learn all about it. And then obviously, if we can know more about that, it's going to help the relationship. So I guess the first thing that I think would be helpful for me and our listeners is to talk a little bit about 
what a cycle is. And it's not just the, you know, four or five days that you get your period, right? I'm assuming it's a whole 28 days right. long. So can you talk a little bit about that for our listeners first, just so we can kind of build off of that? Absolutely. You know, up until now, when we talked about a woman's cycle, most of us really thought about just those days when she was menstruating. But really, your cycle is that whole span of a of approximately 28 days, give or take a few days. So the reason for that is because um, we're really talking about the entire hormone cycle and how the hormones go up and down and then up and down again. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, over the span of that almost month-long time. So when we say, okay, where a woman is in her cycle, we mean across that entire month-long span of time. So... What are the changes that, that a woman would be experiencing in their hormones and how is that affecting the way they feel, maybe their mood at different points in the cycle? Okay, well, this is really great information for uh, men and women to know because there are changes in a woman's mood, in her libido, in her energy, and what makes her happy during her entire cycle. And so it changes generally week by week. So we'll say there's four weeks in a woman's cycle, week one, week two, week three, and week four. And as she goes through her cycle, these changes happen, but they happen the same way cycle after cycle. So in week one, this is her period week. This is the first day of her week one is the first day she gets her period. And many people mistakenly believe that this is one of the worst times in a woman's cycle. But it's kind of a myth because what happens, again, we're talking about the hormones, is that estrogen starts to rise during her period. So this, this has the potential to be a great week for her in her cycle. One of the things that makes her mood sour, what makes her cranky or tired, is that she's dealing with period-related issues such as menstrual cramps or low iron due to bleeding. and so. Her mood could be great, but it could be, you know, it could be dinged a little bit by these, by this pain or this iron. And as a boyfriend or husband, you can help make her mood better by alleviating these problems. For instance, by bringing her a heat patch, which helps with menstrual cramps, or if she uses, you know, a pain pill, bring her a pain pill. Um, or if you notice she's really tired during this phase of her cycle, this is a good time to bring her foods loaded in iron because what's really going on is she's tired because she's losing this energizing mineral as she bleeds. It's a natural process. So you can help support her and make her happier and boost her mood during her week one by um, helping her with these things. But funny enough, during week one, um, her libido is rising. And this is likely due to a combination of rising estrogen as well as all the action that's going on down below um, as a result of menstruation. So if you're comfortable with um, intimacy during menstruation, um, this is a great time for that because it also helps alleviate menstrual cramps and it boosts her mood. And um, so that's week one, her menstrual week. Week two is the week leading up to and including ovulation. It's the week after her menstrual week. And I think every male partner should circle this week in their calendar and put a few stars <laughs> next to it too. This is going to be 
every male partner's favorite week of a woman's cycle. And it's many women's favorite week of their cycle. And um, one reason is because her mood is soaring. High estrogen on these days makes her confident and happy and flexible and forgiving. So she's much more forgiving if you throw dirty socks on the floor instead of putting them in the hamper. Um, She's more forgiving if you put the empty uh, milk carton back in the fridge. Her mood is better overall. And her libido, due to spiking estrogen and a little bit of spiking testosterone at the end of the cycle week, is pushing her libido into, um, gosh, like superpower territories. This is, <laughs> this is the time when she craves physical intimacy. And it's great because these hormones are also making her orgasms more intense and easier to achieve. This is the cycle week when uh, you, you know, cr- cancel some meetings hire a babysitter. (laughs) This is the time to um, have romantic dates. And her energy is also very, very high during this um, cycle week. And she loves surprises and going out and doing new things. So you can support her by introducing new things to her. You can make her happier. You can get bonus points by surprising her with something fun and exciting. Um, Also, week two is the time to ask her about, well, anything, about her day, about her opinion, just get her talking. Uh, high estrogen makes women love to talk. And if you could just sit there for just a few more minutes than usual <laughs> and listen, um, she would love that. And again, um, her mood is high and her libido is high. So you would get um, many, many bonus points during her week two. So week three is the eight days following week two. It's the eight days following ovulation. This is what I call the flip side week because everything you expected from her in her week two, that high energy, that high mood, that high libido, that all disappears. It all goes away and it's sudden. And the reason for that is as this week starts, estrogen drops sharply And now a new hormone is rising, progesterone. And progesterone is a seriously sedating hormone. It's like taking a Xanax, very sedating. Progesterone also dampens her libido. This is the reason why she goes from wanting intimacy um, right away. You know, I want, I I can't wait. Let's, you know, uh, cancel the movie and just stay home to I'm really not in the mood. Um, It's because of these sharp and sudden hormone changes. And if you're not familiar with her cycle and why these changes happen, you get really confused. You could think, okay, she wants me, you know, on these days, she's like, you know, chasing me around the bed, but then all of a sudden she doesn't want me at all. Did I do something wrong? Did I, you know, was, you know, our intimacy not fulfilling enough, but it's not that it's just, week three hormones. It's bringing her back down to earth. She's quieter, she's subdued, and her libido is really, really low. It's at the lowest point is going to be all cycle long, those eight days. Um, To get on her good side for this phase of her cycle, um, this is a time when she actually wants to be affectionate, such as holding hands and um, cuddling on the couch. Even though she's, her libido is gone, progesterone makes her enjoy this kind of cuddling more. 
um, the hormones that are going on, the way they're um, the progesterone's rising and estrogen is falling, it makes her want to connect more on an emotional level rather than on a physical level like the week before. So um, one way you can boost her mood during this quieter, um, less sexual, more affectionate time is to actually bring her food. I know that sounds like a crazy, <laughs> crazy <laughs> suggestion, but um, during this time, rising progesterone actually revs her appetite, makes her appetite greater, and um, it's triggering cravings for her favorite comfort foods. And what happens is if she doesn't eat enough, her mood can come crashing down. And that's because progesterone can impact blood sugar in a way that makes you extremely tired or extremely angry in an instant when your blood sugar drops. So if you um, just bring her her favorite bread or her favorite cookie or her favorite soup, um, and she just has that available, that will help keep her mood up and stable. And then finally, there's the premenstrual week four. And I know the premenstrual week has kind of gotten a bad reputation. Everybody expects women to be at their worst during the premenstrual week, but that also is a myth. Some women do get intense premenstrual symptoms that make them irritable and blue, but other women, they aren't as sensitive to this drop in estrogen that's causing these premenstrual symptoms. But whatever symptoms you're, um, your wife or girlfriend is experiencing, you can understand what they're going through more when you relate it to something you've been through. And here's what I always explain to men. The premenstrual week is like the week when you decided to quit alcohol or caffeine or nicotine um, or some other addictive substance. You, you know, cut back on coffee and you know that irritation that happened and that sensitivity, um, that physical sensitivity and everything's just seemed more annoying and irritating. Well, that's what happens to a woman during her premenstrual phase. She's withdrawing, just like with caffeine, she's withdrawing from estrogen during these days because estrogen is falling. So if you can understand biologically what's happening, you can have greater under, you know, greater patience when she gets more easily frustrated or she doesn't have a lot of energy or she's in a blue mood. It's a biological thing. And I think knowing that that alone helps avoid um, feeling, avoid misunderstanding and blame. But some good things to, to look forward to is during a premenstrual phase, her libido does come back. It does start to rise. And that's due to the, um, that's due to uh, nerve endings getting activated down below um, in preparation for menstruation. And um, getting her mood back up and getting bonus points is simply as easy as treating her to something special, whether um, she, whether you want to, you know, suggest, you know, she goes for a mani-pedi or, give her a massage at home, or simply even just give her full control over the TV remote, simply treating her well will boost her mood and make her happier during this phase. I love the overview of all of these phases because I think having a little calendar, maybe on the refrigerator that lists each week and what the female is doing during that week relating to their cycle. And if the men just take a look at that or the partner, I think it could just bring 
uh, awareness, like you're saying, to their current moods, explain maybe some moodiness and ultimately bring them closer because one person is maybe offering a little bit more comfort than they normally would uh, in the situation. So I love that. That's great. Well, I agree with you. You know, this really takes the surprise out of what happens with women. I think, you know, for eons, we've heard, you know, women are a mystery, women are a mystery. Well, we're not a mystery. You just don't understand the pattern. But once you understand the pattern, week one, week two, week three, and week four, it becomes so easy because these, um, this pattern repeats the same exact way month after month. It's because our hormones follow the same exact pattern month after month. So they have the same hormonal effects. So there's no more surprises and there's no more mistaken blame or misunderstandings. As you pointed out, you can support your partner more in a better way, the way she really can appreciate it. Um, For instance, in week two, she would love to be surprised. She'd love to have gifts. But in week four, she'd like simple things just like a, you know, a back rub. Going back to week one, I have a question about, you mentioned how intercourse can alleviate cramps. And I'm just curious, what what is happening? How is that happening? Is it because of orgasm? That's correct. So it has to be, (laughs) I mean, well, it's, you know, the um, intimacy of, you know, pleasurable intimacy is going to release endorphins and dopamine. So that's going to be a mood booster by itself uh, because you're going to have those brain chemicals making you feel good. But the, um, and that, and feeling good reduces stress, which in itself reduces menstrual cramp pain. But if you can achieve orgasm, that will also help with menstrual cramp pain because it releases a certain hormone called oxytocin, which relaxes the uterine muscles. And that's what you really want to do to relieve cramp pain is to relax those uterine muscles. That's why um, heat, applying heat works. Well, so does um, orgasm. I love all this information because it really can help me understand Sarah better and create more empathy and pay attention to which week she's on. And and like Sarah said, like really having a calendar. And it's crazy that women go through such big fluctuations in their hormone levels. And, and obviously that's affecting how they feel as a human, but I can only speak for myself, but I, I'm usually not (laughs) aware of what week she's on and certainly not what the effects of that week are going to have. And and so it, it's a really big deal. And so <laughs> I, I would encourage any guys listening to pay attention, to communicate really, or if it's a, a woman listening, to communicate these things to their partner. And because a guy is, it just doesn't know this. So, so tell them about this and say, hey, I think it'd be valuable for our relationship if you knew what week I'm on. And then here's how I feel during that week. Or, you know, in real time, too, not even necessarily predicting it, because obviously different women are going to feel differently just depending on their individual biology and and life circumstances. There is different intensities in in how women feel. For instance, someone will have intense premenstrual symptoms, whereas others might not. But generally speaking, hormonal effects are pretty stable. When estrogen rises, your mood improves. When estrogen falls, you have the risk of um, feeling more easily frustrated, more sensitive to your environment. So 
even though there is variability within women with natural cycles, um, hormones really generally have a similar effect on all of us, which is why we can talk about this like this. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> if this was the flip side and a guy like week to week, his testosterone was just all up, which it does change, but not in cycles and not, you know, as uh, consistent, I'm sure. But like, that would be important information for the, for female partners to know right. or their partners to know. So yeah, this is all got me thinking. So I'm curious, I'm going to ask Sarah, do you track, obviously, you know, like what week you're on, but do you track like, okay, I'm going in to premenstrual week and I'm going to feel like a little bit, you know, this is how I feel. You know what I mean? Not really. No. Yeah. I mean, all this, it's kind of funny is that I'm a female, I have this body and yet a lot of this is new to me in terms of having these different phases within the cycle. And I do know when I'm pre-menstrual because I get, you know, my breasts get tender and I tend to get a little moodier, I guess. I don't know, like right before, but that's kind of it. That's like the only sign that I get in terms of my cycle that I've been aware of until now, but now I'm really going to pay attention to it and see if I can tell, you know, if my libido is rising more, my estrogen and pay more attention to that. Cause I think we can use that as a, as a tool to connect more in certain periods of the month. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, guys, we talk about it a lot on the show, and that is talking with a therapist or a counselor. And now there's really no excuse to not take the time to talk with one because you're able to do it on your own time at your own pace. You don't have to drive to an office because you can schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist, all from the comfort of your home. And you'll get matched with a licensed professional counselor who may be specialized in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, not just listening to I Do Podcast, but actually talking to a therapist is really going to get you to that next level of improving your life. And of course, anything you share is confidential. And BetterHelp has over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists. So there is sure to be one therapist that you love. And if for some reason after you're matched with a therapist and you don't love them, you can change them at any time for no additional charge. And not only is it super convenient, but it's also super affordable. And today our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code I do. So get started today by visiting betterhelp.com slash I do. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash I do. Today's episode is also brought to you by Zola. Zola makes wedding planning so much easier and less stressful with their wedding websites, registry, invites, and their guest list manager, which is all in one place. Their free wedding websites offer hundreds of gorgeous designs for every style, and they can be created in minutes. And one of my favorite features of Zola's wedding websites is the FAQ section. So couples can use this section to tackle those questions that you know you'll be getting from all your guests, like, are kids invited? Or what should I wear? 
No, the kids are not allowed. <laughs> no kids. No, <laughs> and, we love kids. <laughs> and Zola is the highest rated registry of all time. You can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon funds. Add gifts from other stores or sync existing registries. It has all the benefits you and guests could want. That includes free shipping and returns, free and easy exchanges, 20% off post-wedding discount, and price matching. Zola also offers beautiful, affordable invites and paper. And you can shop all of your wedding paper needs on Zola from your save the dates to your invites to your thank yous. They'll be designed to match your wedding website and they will help collect addresses and track online RSVPs with their free guest list manager, which is so cool. It's going to be so helpful for all the couples out there. Zola has helped 1 million couples get married and they'll help you too. Sign up at Zola.com slash I do today to get your free personalized paper sample. Then use the code save 50 to get 50% off your save the dates. That's Zola, Z-O-L-A.com slash I do and use the promo code save 50. I agree. It's um, it's great for self-understanding and it's also great on a very practical sense for planning. For instance, in your week two, because your mood and energy and confidence are so high, these are times when you would um, schedule more exciting things or um, activities that require confidence, such as a job interview or an audition. And um when you know how you're feeling throughout your cycle, you know that challenges are coming up. For instance, during your week three, it just so happens that progesterone interrupts verbal ability. So I'm in my week three now, and it slows you down. It makes you more monotone, progesterone. It slows you down, makes you more monotone, and it interrupts verbal ability. So knowing this, I try to think a little bit more before I talk so that it comes out the way I want it to. But if you were, say, doing a podcast um, and you wanted, you know, a week when it was perfect fluency and you were so upbeat and you were speaking with lots of um, lots of up and down notes, thanks to rising estrogen, you would um, plan it during your week two. Week two helps with verbal fluency and it makes you more sing-songy and it um, makes your voice clearer. So um, for someone with a podcast, this would be good to know. Week four, your voice is a little bit more trembly and um, rougher because of water retention in your throat that affects your um, vocal cords. We're sorry that we scheduled you. <laughs> you sound wonderful though. So. <laughs> no, but that's it. That's the thing. Because I know the challenge is coming up, um, I know how to deal with it and overcome it. And that's empowering in itself. So it's great to be able to capitalize on the good stuff that hormones bring, such as high energy, um, great vocal ability, um, and great mood. But it's also great to know how to overcome obstacles so that you can make every day of your cycle better. I obviously don't have a cycle, but I, I feel my mood changes a lot throughout even a day. Well, it's funny you should say that, Chase, because I'm so glad you said that. Um, men have a 24-hour hormone cycle. Uh, so your yeah. mood is changing over the course of a day. So while we have a about a 28-day cycle, you have a 24-hour cycle. Your testosterone is highest in the morning 
And over the course of the day, it goes lower and lower and lower. So when that happens, it impacts your mood, your energy, especially before eating. So say it's before lunch or before dinner, your energy is going to be even less because it's later in the day and you haven't eaten yet. There was even a study that showed um, judges, male judges, before lunch were much less lenient than after lunch um, because of this dip in testosterone coupled with hunger. Yes. Wow. I remember reading that, which is crazy. They gave much harsher sentences, yes. which is just yes. nuts. And I'm glad you brought that up because to me, that's like the key here is that we are biological beings. And I think it's so interesting. I've read a few neuroscience books on free will and we don't have to dive into all that. But if any listeners out there are curious, what you'll find from the research is that basically we're not making the decisions consciously. <laughs> like a lot of our decisions are made unconsciously, you know, through our brain. Right. That, and, and it's fascinating to me. And then in a, a reason for that is the way the brain works and our neurochemistry. And also part of that is our hormones. And so this is along those lines of understanding that we're not a victim of our biology necessarily. I don't like to play the victim, but that we are a, a little bit not in control all the time. Right. And, and so uh, women on a, on a cycle of hormones going up and down, and then even men, you know, in a 24 hour period, and then after a, a man has a child, testosterone drops, and I'm sure there's some other areas too, but, you know, as you age, but just understanding this, definitely communicating it with your partner is important, especially women listening. Tell your man, get that calendar out. I'm, I'm excited for Sarah and I to do that and, and for Sarah to learn more and so she can communicate it and pay attention. But just that underlying theme of like, we have this biology, this body that is, is, uh, sometimes it's, it's taking the steering wheel and we're just <laughs> along for the ride. And if you can have that, you can have more empathy for your partner of like, oh, they didn't eat yet. Oh, they're tired. Oh, they're on their week three. But it, it's, it really is important. And, and then just speaking as a individually, for for on an individual level for ourselves to become more embodied to understand our bodies to pay attention to our bodies keep a journal and i'm kind of saying this out loud because it's like i want to start doing that and then i'm sure we'll see patterns and then we can plan our lives around it we can make our relationship better around these things and not be so much a victim of them I agree completely. I think you've made really good points. And that's why it's so important for couples to share this information about where she is in her hormone cycle. And I think it's a good idea for you to also keep um, a journal for your own hormone effects um, over that 24-hour period. Are there any other things that are important as far as when uh, a woman is on a certain week? 
I think confidence is the biggest one that comes up. Confidence and communication. So confidence is key because a woman is most confident during the first half of her cycle, most of the first half of her cycle, her week one and week two. This is when she feels great about her appearance, her um, her personality, her talents, her skills. She feels like she really can take over the world. The closer she gets to ovulation, the higher that estrogen rises, the better she feels about herself. But then that takes a steep dive in the second half of her cycle, her week three and her week four. And it takes a lot more to feel confident about your appearance, your skills, your talents, your personality. Um, So that's a big shift that um, would help couples to understand. And the other um, big shift is communication. Uh, During her week one and week two, the first half of her cycle, as estrogen is rising, she's chattier. She um, likes to talk. She's talking um, in, about positive things. But in her week three and week four, the second half of her cycle, elevated progesterone, which again is a sedating hormone, it makes her quiet, and two drops in estrogen um, make her hold back a little. It makes her quieter. It, makes her, it, makes it can make it more difficult for her to express what she's feeling, and it can, those feelings can come out in raw emotion, as my husband um, <laughs> recently experienced just a couple of days ago. I'm in my week three. I couldn't express what I was angry about, and so I erupted in anger, in, you know, just like just lashed out instead of expressing myself. And then I calmed down, and I um, realized I was misdirecting my anger because I wasn't angry at him. I was just angry at a situation I had to deal with. And when I uh, came back to him, I apologized. He said, it's okay. I understand. He, knew, he knows where I am in my cycle at all times. So he understood that I couldn't communicate um, eloquently or artfully what really was going on in my mind. And that level of empathy and understanding uh, goes such a long way. I'm curious, what happens after somebody goes through menopause? Does their cycle change completely or are there still, what, what, what does that cycle look like after that phase of someone's life? Well, there's no more ups and downs. The only time we um, experience these hormonal ups, these hormonal downs is when we have a menstrual cycle. So um, after menopause, you don't have any ups and downs. It's a steady rate of estrogen. It's not even the same estrogen. You have three types of estrogens in the body. One that's dominant during menstruation, uh, when you're menstruating, is different than the one that's dominant during uh, postmenopausal years. So while you're changing into, when you're transitioning from your menstrual years to your postmenopause years, there's a lot of fluctuation and hormonal effects can really get out of kilter and you, it can become quite unpredictable. And then it just becomes this steady state. So really when we're talking about week one, week two, week three, and week four, we're talking about women who do have regular menstrual cycles. And they can be menstrual cycles of any length, whether it's 28 days or 24 days or 32 days. Um, but as long as they have a regular monthly cycle, um, that's what these effects are about. Is it like they're living in a week one or a week two or three, or is it just depend individually on that on that person? And it's really hard to say. I get this question a lot. 
It's really hard to say because there's no research that says postmenopause years are you know, are something like your week one, your week two, week three, week four. A lot of women are afraid it will be like their premenstrual week four, where they're in a constant state of um, higher risk of mood issues. But really, um, that is only, you're at a higher risk of anxiety, depression, um, and other mood issues when you're doing that transition. And it's um, higher for women who already uh, are challenged by those conditions so your postmenopausal years are not going to be a constant state of your premenstrual phase. That's just due to um, withdrawing from estrogen. You're not withdrawing from estrogen in your postmenopausal state. You're just, you have a different type of estrogen. It's a weaker form of estrogen. Um, so it's kind of just a steady state. But I, I, because we go up and down so much through our um, cycling years, like the every day our our hormones that are a different level. It's difficult to equate that to postmenopausal years when you're not even talking about the same type of estrogen and that estrogen is not rising and falling, and at least in a predictable pattern. This is such important information to understand for everyone. And thank you so much for, for laying it out. And we have some homework. Well, I, ha- I, may- I do make it easy. I have two apps. Of course, I have my book, uh, 28 Days, but I have two apps, one for you, Sarah, and one for you, Chase, Ooh. that lay it out for you. You don't have to do any of the homework. I mean, still keep a daily journal. That's really smart. I think, um, Chase, that was a very good idea. But um, to get a running start, I have the Hormone Horoscope app for women, and I have the Female Forecaster app for male partners of cycling women. And the female forecaster app is, um, it's a menstrual cycle tracker that tells you what her mood, her libido, her energy, and other things will be like every day. And it also gives you tips on how to um, bolster her mood and get bonus points. And uh, it's really helpful for uh, understanding her. And it just tracks with her cycle. You just put in her day one and the length of her typical cycle and you get a summary of what to expect from her mood libido energy every day it's there right there for you and it explains why it happens i also in the female forecaster put a little bit of explanation about you know how her hormones are impacting her but i keep it short because um the female forecaster was actually inspired by uh women who are using my hormone horoscope app and they were begging me for a version that was written specifically for male partners and that was shorter, more to the point, and covered only the topics that their husbands and, and boyfriends would be most interested in because they were, these hormone horoscope app users were sending their partners uh, their daily hormone horoscope. You can email them from the app, but the, the husbands and boyfriends weren't reading it because um, it was... It wasn't, uh, it was too much text. It was talking mostly to women. They wanted something that was for them. Mm-hmm. And that's how the female forecaster came about. Well, I'm going to download that yes. and open it up and be like, well, Sarah going to feel tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to take her on a date. I'm excited. It's perfect timing. <laughs> but it, it really is uh, important to understand that. So thank you for for putting those together. Yes. And I I do have one question before we wrap up. I generally get my cycle when there's a full moon and I've 
always kind of heard that those two things can be related, but I've never looked into that. Do you have any information on why that is happening or if that's even a thing? Well, I I get asked this a lot. It does come up. Um, there is this tie of uh, the moon with our menstrual cycle, and I have checked out the research. And I I always hesitate talking about it because I don't want to like ruin it (laughs) (laughs) who swear that their cycle is tied to the moon but that said I'm about to ruin it yeah um the research relation (laughs) (laughs) the research shows that while many women do believe that their cycle is tied with the moon it's merely coincidence and the same number of women who say that they get their period on the full moon is the same number of women who swear that they get their period on the new moon. So Ah, there's really no tie and that it's, um, they've, they've really tested this. And so far there is no tie, but there is other research that's interesting that shows, um, the moon's, the moonlight, the, the uh, phase of the moon can impact what gender possibly what gender, um, child you have and, um, the length of your cycle can shorten your cycle. If you have a long cycle, if, um, if you, if, I mean, we don't, we don't sleep outside with the full moon anymore, but if you uh, mimic the full moon by sleeping with a light on in your room, um, it will help shorten an abnormally long cycle. Interesting. Wow. Well, I was not tied to (laughs) the idea of my, (laughs) my menstrual cycle in the moon. So nothing was burst there. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was, you know, super enlightening for me and I'm excited to use the apps that you talked about and we'll have the links to all those in the show notes page and in the podcast description. So let's uh, wrap up by having you tell our listeners your website, any more information you want to share with us and then we'll say goodbye. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. Um, You can learn more about how your hormones impact you every day of your cycle at my website, myhormonology.com. And you can pick up my book, 28 Days, What Your Cycle Reveals About Your Moods, Health and Potential um, at any Amazon in ebook and paperback. And if you have any questions, I'm always happy to ask. So please email me um, or message me on, on social media. You can find me at Hormonology on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm always happy to uh, answer questions. And if you're in St. Pete, right? We're actually yes. in St. Pete right now. Our our home base is here in St. Pete and you're here. So if yep. anybody's in St. Pete. <laughs> That's right. And beautiful St. Pete. If you're, you're also in St. Petersburg, let's talk. You know, That's if you've awesome. got a question, I'm happy to answer it. Wonderful. Well, yeah, all those links will be on the website and the show notes. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Hi guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the links are in the show notes page, as well as on the podcast description. And while you're on our website, we encourage you guys to check out our 14 day happy couple challenge. We send you an email for 14 days with simple, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And on our website, we also have a bunch of free resources for your relationship 
So we encourage you to check those out. Uh, we also have our love tribe on Facebook. Uh, we encourage you guys to join the tribe and uh, be there for support for each other. If you have questions or just need some relationship advice, we are all here for each other. Um, the group has grown to almost a thousand people um, and we love it. So we hope you guys join that. You can go to Facebook, Love Tribe Fam, and you'll find us right there. And if you are interested in learning more about our flagship course, Spark My Relationship, we hope you guys check it out. We have a special offer that is only for podcast listeners. So you can go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock and you can unlock that special offer and learn more as always thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week you were listening to a pleasure podcast For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.